Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Broads, nothing kills a summer day buzz quicker than realizing you stepped on, forgot, lost, or dropped and broke your brand new way too expensive sunglasses, which, by the way, can cost a freaking fortune these days. Do not let your entire summer fun budget go to buying new pairs of sunglasses. Instead, get yourself some from Blenders. Not only are Blenders built to last, they're a lot more affordable than what most designer sunglasses cost. There's a lot of different styles to choose from, and I like to keep my sunglasses more classic. I like their simple black frames or the tortoise shells with the brown lenses but they've also got really wild colored lenses they've got wraparound sport frames whatever you want they've got and it's not just sunglasses either blenders offers prescription glasses readers blue lights they've even got a snow collection to check out for the winter months to score 15% off your Blenders purchase, visit BlendersEyewear.com. Enter promo code CHATTYVIP. That's BlendersEyewear.com. Code CHATTYVIP for 15% off. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. like some java well if you're listening to that sound you didn't hear the click of the can you didn't hear the clinking of ice (sighs) wakey wakey (laughs) it's because we're doing this in the morning which is rare for us we've done this only a couple times before just a couple times it's emergencies how are you as a morning guy the We've talked about this a little bit before, but I feel like... You know, it's weird. So, like, because I was just somewhere else, I've realized, like, I have bad allergies in the morning. Oh. And that really screws up the start of my day. Mm -hmm. Because I sneeze, like, 40 times. And then everything's, like, swollen and congested. And I literally... It takes me, like, two hours. Do you take, like, Claritin or something? No, I'm going to start, though. Why? 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 Uh, is it because there's, like, a blooming in the morning? Like, why in the morning versus night versus day? I don't know. But I just... The mornings are rough in that way. But, like, I am extremely productive in the mornings. Mm. It's interesting you say that Jess gets allergies at night. Mm. I don't know what that is. What's with you guys? But you're productive in the morning. I'm productive. Right away? Waking up... No, like, once my alarm goes off, I am not... It doesn't matter what time. It could be nine o'clock. It could be five o'clock. I feel the exact same. Even if I get that four extra hours of sleep, it's the moment I open my eyes. I'm like, no can do. Mm. But if I fight and just get up and get through that, um, like two minutes later, I'm like totally fine. Yeah. But especially if I just walk outside and just have like cold air hit me, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Like, let's start the routine. Yeah. Um. I need, I need some time. I'm, I'm, for that first hour when Ember, daddy, da 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 dee, da 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 dee, I, I'm just like, oh, I'm a zombie for from from 6.45 to 9. I'm useless. And then like it starts to come in if I'm pounding coffee, like the brain starts to wake up. But I'm definitely more of a night guy. Like my, everything's firing at night. Like my brain is working. In the morning, I'm just a little bit more like. I'm dead on. at night. I I am far more productive. I'm so like recording in the morning right now. PM. Do you feel right now better than you normally do at night? Like, do you feel more on fire? 
I currently feel this is me on fire. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not getting a lot of on fire vibes right now. I'm on fire right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of control energy. I, am, I can't slow down. I am an out of control blaze. <laughs> so you're a very controlled burn yeah. right now. I'm enigmatic right now. <laughs> uh, dude, so how's corn on the cob? Corn on, oh, the cob house? Your cob house trip. Building forts. What was it like? Because she was there, what, two weeks? And then you were there a week. I was there for a total... I was at the Cobb build for a total of 24 minutes. Stop. <laughs> oh, so did, she, so, so did she do the it build? It deal. And then so you guys came back and then we're just chilling I on vacation? Up, I showed up for one day. Like, a, like not even a full day. Not even a half day. I basically showed up. They all started like super early in the morning. I showed up for breakfast. Okay just had this like incredible breakfast so this them. is like a this is like a all-inclusive resort but cob building it's summer camp basically oh, like they're okay. all everyone else so like my our our really good friends live like uh, like 10 to 15 minutes from the location that this workshop was taking place at and it's and just a, a quick quick break i'm sure the broads will be talking about this in yeah. depth so we probably don't well that's why i'm just gonna talk about but my i want to hear your experience but it's in the sticks my friends live like if my friend commutes on logging roads so this is his this is the like his experience like his he owns this experience no 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 this is so or he brought you guys to we it. were my, our friend lives up in lives outside like about 40 minutes outside of eugene oregon yeah in a small area called like triangle lake or like um um i can't remember it's like some little valley but um you know it's like population 150 right right and he works on an org uh works on this like big csa programmed organic farm where they do like livestock and all this stuff but surrounding that is just logging it's all logging and milling towns. So like this property that the Cobb workshop was on was like adjacent to the farm that he works on. So it was all just really close together. So everyone else in this program was living at the site that the Cobb house was being built on. Uh. So Becca was able to go back and stay with my friends, but it was also had to do with our kids and that whole program. But, um, Anyway, it's just pointing just to show like how it just rural it is, is they don't have um, this. He doesn't when he drives to work in the morning, he's not on like a highway. He's, he's on like, a grr, grr, grr. he's on a log road weaving through the mountains wow. on a dirt log road. He's the only car going there and back to his house. And dude, it is wild. You're just seeing like hawks and vultures and like nothing on either side of you forever and like you know interacts with like 15 to 20 different people a week wow you know it's very contained but i guess that's more than a lot of people who work at home it's a trip dude <laughs> it's so wow fun. okay so then you're but so you guys go you're there for a week she's there for two weeks you so, only contribute for what, one day and then you're well, kind of like so this ain't me so the cob workshop is like a workshop like people paid to go and have this program so it's not like a anybody and everybody show up and this like, is like uh uh, what, like, do you, what do you call it when you go a to a class. ranch? Well, it's like a, it's a more like school. It's like a class. It's right. Like, They're like, we're teaching you just, every element of this. You don't just get to walk into any classroom. Like That's you got to sign up for it. Oh, okay. And it's one thing if you're like showing your friends where it is, but it's like, they don't just get to take the class with they gotta you. They got to pay and be there. So, and even though like my buddy knows the guy pretty well, who's running it. 
And one day, like we were there, they were putting the roof up and we were like, yo, that's a sick day. We want to go there for the roof day. And we called him up and he's like, no, you guys can't come for the roof day. It's too many people. It's too hectic. And like, I need to focus on the people who like are signed up for this thing. Not just like you guys coming to enjoy the, the afternoon. So when I showed up, I just showed up to get like a tour of what was going on. And like, I basically, I mixed some cob. And I put like a little bit of cob on there. And I was like, all right, cool. I probably put like five handfuls of cob on that thing. Because it's like, it's like a version of cement. You just Yeah. Didn't it. stop me from taking pictures in front of it as if I had built the entire good, thing. Good, good. And I'm also in those five minutes, I am now an expert. Because that's all it takes for me. I know you. And you were definitely then telling them what they needed to start it's doing. It's just intuitive. It's just intuitive. I just need and to you're see you're telling it. the guy who runs the business, here's what you need to start doing. Yeah. <laughs> and he understood that he understood that and that's why he separated from the group and we spent a lot of time together we talked about his business plan talked about the, the areas he could improve design wise uh, even approach wise to the process unbelievable do, do do people ever i just have a lot to i have a lot of knowledge to share you know opinions for sure <laughs> um do people ever get annoyed by that like what the fuck are you telling me what i should be doing with my business? you ever get that vibe no they're grateful <laughs> I like it. My favorite thing about you is that you look at yourself like Bill Gates and you're like, listen, everyone just wants to hear what I have to offer. I'm, <laughs> like, what else could you want? I am just improving your processes. Okay. And they realize that. They realize, they realize you're the, like basically an angel. They realize the gift of my presence. And you're so an they angel. welcome all of my criticism and advice. And they're like, I was an atheist. Now I believe. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, so you do a little cob vibes and then, but then you're there for like four more, four or five more days. So then what does that look like? Uh, I helped out my buddy on his organic farm. Are you watching the kids while she's doing it? Are the kids at We're home? all trading off. The kids are, so a lot of the times the kids were at home with my friend's wife because um, they have a daughter six weeks younger than Ruth. Got it. And they're like best friends. They're twins. So they're just wearing princess dresses running around. I mean, their property, they have acres in the middle of the woods with right. like a spring on their property. A creek runs through the whole thing. Got it. It's like six foot grass all over the place. It's like... Okay. So basically, she was doing the cob thing for two weeks and she goes, hey, you guys should come out, hang with the homies for half the trip while I'm still doing this. It yeah. wasn't like you were then joining her to continue the build. No, it was no, more no. like, oh, let's make this a family event homies, so I can come home, we can all hang out. The and homies kind of they're with are like, um, is like one of my right. okay. lifelong best friends. I thought you were going to like, can like to assist the build no you were just going to like bring the kids and so she's not gone by herself no for so the long. whole build thing for me to want to do that uh, signing up with a bunch of random people to and build. doing the summer is like no that's not my vibe so did they Becca finish a house that shit they finished the it was a bathhouse that they were building um and yeah they finished it like they fi i mean it's incredible like right just from like to be like we're getting quotes like, you know, you look at, oh, I want to do this little improvement in my and backyard and you're like, thousands. hey, I just want to tear my garage down and put up a new garage. And it's they're like, like, cool, that's going to like be a you know, million dollars. And it's also going to take you like three years. Yeah. So it's going to take you three years. We're going to we're going to destroy your life because it'll be sawdust and shit everywhere. And it's going to cost every dime you've ever made. And you're these like, dudes are just like, hey, we're going to throw a workshop. I, you're going to pay me to come out here and 
build a bathhouse on my property. I was going to say, this kind of sounds like a whole like Ponzi scheme where it's, it's like, where it's like, he goes, Hey, I'm going to start a business where I teach you how to do this. And what happens after five years is I have an estate Yeah, and I didn't pay and I got paid to make an estate. Yeah. Like it's kind of a genius move. I was wondering, are they building properties on this guy's property? Because if so, it's a genius. It's move. like a whole different type of like labor because you don't even pay. He doesn't pay these people. Well, he's getting paid. He gets paid. He gets paid to have people build properties on his property. But you know what they get? <laughs> I love this you know idea. What they get what? an experience, and well, you can't put a price on an yeah, experience. Right. He's like, I absolutely can, and I did. <laughs> Uh, and it's this how much, and this is how much you owe me now. But it's this. Well, it's, what do they call it when people go to um, farms to like clean up shit and like bear, like barrel hay, and they pay for that? Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's like do, uh, dude ranch, yeah, dude ranch, where people go and they like, and people. It, I like I like the idea of farmers being like, wait, you want to come here and do all the chores that we hate doing to feel alive again? Well, sure. How much do I like? You, you know, they're, they're, the first time someone like approached them for that, they were like, "I'm sorry, what?" But that was us. <laughs> like that was us on my friend's farm. So another one of our buddies was up there at the same time. We flew up for the same like three or four days, and so we were really excited to go help Andy out. That's my buddy, is Andy. We went to go help him out on his organic farm. Oh, that's cool though. Just De- uh, Deck Family Farms, which is Sweet. super sick out there. But they have like they do all their own butchering. And then he is the manager of the produce. So we just went into one of his greenhouses that day. And it was literally just like we were harvesting like tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchinis and shit. And then we planted a new row of cucumbers and like strung up the plants and shit. Wow. And he was just teaching us about it. It's really cool. Bro, it was so gnarly. Like how much work it is. Just how much fucking work it was. Mm -hmm. And we were like, dude, this is so sick. Like we had so much fun, but I was like, imagine we did a half day just to where it got like the peak heat of the day. And I was like, imagine continuing for three more hours and doing this every day is 100 degrees outside in a greenhouse. My buddy got like heat stroke the other week and he had to like spend, he spent like four days recovering from it because he wasn't drinking enough water. He had like brain swelling. And all this stuff. It's like, it's so gnarly. What and if then, our gardening would be so heavy metal? And just, dude, for real. And then, you know, let's like, imagine doing this day in, day out. Well, think it's about even so having a little hard. garden in your backyard. Maybe you're like, oh, I want to start gardening my backyard to have some fruits fruits and veggies or some veggies, at least for, for I mean, my salad, right? And then you're like, okay, you got to wait like months to get like two tomatoes. It's like, and then you could like make one salad out of it. It's like, it's so much work. So gnarly. Dude, so let me show... It's not going to translate. We can send this to Lee's for them to see it, but I'll show you his farm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he... I mean, this is what the land is like all around it. It's right. just literally dense forest. Right. So his house is like a clearing in the middle of that. Wow. Yeah, so that's hit. So, wow, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, definitely... It's definitely like a lifestyle. It's, it's hard to like combine that with a city life so like LA, New York, whatever. This is his property. And by the way, he he looks perfect oh, for yeah, the that's... job. I mean, that guy <laughs> Dude, so he I gets, mean, that guy couldn't be gets... more on brand. But you guys, this guy has a beard that's out to here. He's got like a corn cob hat or whatever. He's got like a like a straw hat and he's in some sort of like, you know, jean shirt like the guy looks like if you were were to draw 
What does a guy who lives in the middle of nowhere and works at a greenhouse look like? That's the guy. Well, he grew up surfing and skating in like Mar Vista in Venice. <laughs> he, he lo- he, he's he's become that role out there perfectly. It's so funny. He's saying he's flying back to LA and someone on the plane was like, he's looking out the window because he's just been isolated in the sticks the right, whole time. Right. And he just looks out at like the scale of the city and he's like, oh my God. Right, and someone's like, oh, is it your first time here? And he's like, no, bro. Like, I'm actually from here. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting you say that. My buddy, he um, he was like a tech guy, and he he left the whole business, moved to Costa Rica for like the last two years, been uh, between Mexico and Costa Rica, like rural areas in those places. And he came back, and he visited. He stayed with me, and we were hanging out. And he was like, "Bro, the like we went to go get coffee at the coffee shop around the corner." And at one point, he was like, "Can we actually sit around the corner?" Like this this the car noise is driving me crazy too much and it was interesting he's like you get so used to not being around all this activity that when you come back in your brain explodes but they act like it's funny because i'm like most of what we do here is inactive it's so like slow we just go get coffee and then go and oh, sit in front of our here, computer right, for right. whatever zero the body shit we were doing at my friend's place of just like what you do in your downtime was like Hey, like we're just hanging out for some downtime. Grab a 12 pack. We're going to chop wood for the next four hours to prep for his winter because they have a cast iron stove in their house and they need shit loads of wood. And it's like, oh, where does the wood come from? Well, he's surrounded by trees. So we ran out of of trees to chop up. So we busted out chainsaws and we were felling trees on his property. Like, you know, these like, like fucking 40 foot tall trees we were just he was teaching us how to fucking chainsaw like how to cut how to fucking so it doesn't fall on you so it doesn't fall on you drop a tree and direct the tree fall and then hook that up to a tow hitch on the back of his truck and drag the tree out of the forest down to the area where then we then took chainsaws and sectioned out this thing and then split it all up and quartered it and stacked it and we were like bro this is the fucking tightest shit ever and then he's like He's building a, a wood storage shed out of all limber, lumber from his property and all his neighbors have lumber mills. And so we're watching by these guys are ha- building barns all from wood sourced from their property and they're hand milling it. So the exteriors of these barns is like raw. I mean, and this shit is like if you were to have someone build this in LA, these are like insane fucking buildings. And these guys, it's just all shit from their land. Yeah. And wow. you're just like, dude, this is so cool. It's so busy. Right. But then we're, and then you get, you remove, we have none of these skills anymore. Right. And I go no stay skills. with my buddy and it's like, all the food we're eating comes from his farm. Even the meat, even all the dairy products, it all comes from the farm. All the veggies he grew from seed. Wow. So we're like doing, it's just like so different. And then it's like, oh, where's your heating come from? Like by hand, like oh this fool God. did it. So much work. Everything you're doing is like, touched by his own hands and it's like he's building his entire life out there and you're just like this is amazing wild it's definitely a, it's definitely a speed though right like it's definitely like not for everyone no <laughs> no <laughs> like i'm imagining you and jess of oh, just shit. like i'm imagining jess having to like chainsaw a tree down <laughs> and like, see for me it's funny because it's like i worked construction when i was a kid and from like and like all that stuff and it's like i was felling trees but like you know you're in the and you're like sweating constantly and then you're like in the thing and whatever so like been physical most of my like adolescence and everything but it's funny because it's like there is this level of like 
it is cool to do that. And it is exciting to be able to like, uh, you know, from the earth, all these things, but there does come a level where you just have to love the process more than the result. I feel like, because like you said, like, you, Oh, what are you, what are you doing this week? It's like, Oh, this week I'm cutting down four trees. You know what I mean? Or whatever. You're like, that's the, what the speed at what you're going to get things done is so slow and so laborious that I think you have to like enjoy. It's also survival, right? Like for us, all of our friends, like in our group of friends, yeah, all fly out there. Like he constantly is hosting people because everyone wants to go do his chores. They want to feel it. Well, yeah. and it's just his, his, it's his survival chores. Right, right. And everyone's like, dude, I need a taste of that. I feel so removed from life at this point. And he's like, yeah, cool. Like you can come help me. And we're like, this is amazing. He's like, I'm surviving. But we're like crazy removed from like, the thing is, is like what he does, we all need. We all live on what he does. Right, right. Like we all do. Like, I mean, you know, it's like, where does everything come from? Like all of our wood comes from the Pacific Northwest. All the vegetables and stuff we eat like is hand picked. Right. From some farm. And it's like people, it's like, it's so gnarly. And you just just don't get it. Yeah, My I buddy's know. like an engineer for one of those where he like, it's, it's like tight. all in a warehouse, which is crazy, but. Okay, bras interrupting the bros. So, you know, when we find a new favorite, we just have to tell you all about it because what kind of friends would we be if we were gatekeeping all the best brands to ourselves? Not very good ones. That's for sure. So anyway, I've recently discovered Faraday which is the most amazing brand of clothing that my entire family has been living in this summer. Oh my gosh, I can't get us out of it. Um, Literally the entire family, myself, Evan, Ember, they take us from daytime errands to days at the beach to dinners out and everything in between. Faraday brand makes clothing that kind of perfectly captures the essence of summer. Effortlessly cool, but also comfortable fabrics. I got, they have like a linen railroad stripe um, overall set that I got. So freaking cute. So Mm -hmm. soft and comfortable. The craftsmanship is thoughtful and classic. And they're committed to sustainability. So each piece comes with a lifetime quality guarantee. They will replace or fix your clothes forever no matter what, so you can love them and wear them for as long as you wish. How awesome is that? It's amazing. Like I said, we've been loving our Faraday pieces this summer, and Ember has the similar overalls to what you were saying. Oh my gosh, you so have, cute. You guys can match. So cute. She's obsessed with them. She's wearing them absolutely everywhere. Um, and I can already foresee the lifetime quality guarantee coming in handy because, like I said, she's been wearing it nonstop, and I know at some point they're going to need a little bit of fixing to get them looking all brand new again. Right now, Faraday's giving Chatty Broads listeners 20% off, uh, 20 percent off so you just have to head to faritybrand.com slash chatty and use code chatty at checkout to get 20 percent off um code chatty at here's how you spell it f-a-h-e-r-t-y faraday so that's faritybrand.com slash chatty for 20 percent off faritybrand.com slash chatty so I feel like everyone I know is traveling right now, yep. including ourselves. Yep, yep. You know, we've been traveling and maybe you are too. Maybe you're going somewhere far, like another state or country, or maybe you're just road tripping, or maybe you're just going to the next town over. It doesn't really matter where you're going or how far. When you're traveling, okay, you have got to take those extra steps to keep yourself healthy and support your immune system when it matters the most. I love the Propolis Immune Support Throat Spray by Beekeepers Natural because it's really soothing and it also has these incredible uh, antioxidant properties. Propolis Immune Support Spray also has a ton of antioxidants. They've got 
uh, vitamin C, zinc, iron, B vitamins, and over 300 other beneficial compounds. And it's super compact. It's easy to bring with you anywhere. And the kids love it too because it tastes just like honey. I'm like, so they love to take it. There's pretty much no other supplement that they like to yes. take, like the propolis spray. It makes it so easy. And you know, I'm trying to start this new school year out right. Okay. I'm trying to use propolis every day to help support our immune systems and keep our bodies healthy when we're starting to feel run down. I started using it recently and I can tell you I am seeing it working like for real, for real. I'm seeing it actively working for me. It's also free of artificial colors, preservatives, fillers, alcohol, gluten, GMOs, pesticides, and refined sugars. Also, Beekeepers Naturals is on a mission to save the bees. Bees are crucial to our planet's health. About one third of our food supply would be lost if the bees disappear. And that's why Beekeepers Naturals uh, is committed to sustainable beekeeping and pesticide-free products. They also partner with UC Davis Honey Bee Research Facility to raise awareness and support pollinator protection and donate 10% of apparel profits to them. Today, Beekeepers Naturals is offering an exclusive offer. Just go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash chatty or enter code chatty to get 25% off your first order. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S. N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S dot com slash chatty, beekeepersnaturals dot com slash chatty, or you can just enter code chatty. Also, um, they sell their products at Target, Whole Foods, CVS, and Walgreens, so you can kind of find it anywhere you shop. Start feeling better every day today. Crazy. Okay, so so you you weren't cob building. You were no. more so... A lot of it, we were also just like babysitting for the kids. Got it. We were really watching the kids a lot. So Because what does his wife... Does she work on the farm too? No, she used to be. Um, she used to be a Waldorf teacher. Okay. So she was a Spanish. She she taught Spanish at a Waldorf school. Oh, cool. So like, um, yeah. Now she's a. Now she does life coaching, and she um, really wants to work for the Mushroom Church in Oakland, California. <laughs> These people are great. It's different, dude. I it's love it. It's different. alternative. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm going to start a mushroom church. There's a huge church in Oakland. It's like all they take about mushrooms and see God. Pretty much. Woo. It's different, dude. It's, yeah, it's really. I love that. But like the kids, like when you go with them, like what their kids are experiencing. So different. Is like a Huckleberry Finn childhood. Sure, sure. And like up to, you know, as a teenager, like before you go, like they had, they also have, um, his wife has three kids other than their daughter. Um, it's just interesting to see like what, how they, the experiences that they get to have and like go into a room of people, like how many teenagers have any experience remotely close to that. Of like, None. exactly. It's like I went to camp. And so they're you getting know, but like all of camp. it. It's like, yeah. yeah, they still have an iPhone and like do all this, but like they know how to do all of this stuff. I would imagine being raised in that environment gives you a lot of confidence in yourself. Being like, oh, I know how to do these things. Yeah, when you realize Probably. no one else does. Yeah. Anyway, in the midst of all this, we watched The Bachelor. Yeah, speaking of the opposite of this. Which is hilarious when you're like in that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, you're watching it in the, there? Were you watching it there? Yeah. So you're like in a cap. So they have Wi-Fi though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they got Wi-Fi. Yeah, they have internet and all that. And tell, them, tell, them, tell them they need to buck up and get rid of the internet. Then they're really living. He needs to farm his own internet. He needs to. He needs to. He needs to mine Bitcoin. <laughs> head out and put on his hard hat and head He's out to the farmer. mountains and find some Bitcoin. Um, what an episode! Yeah, what an episode! I mean, 
I feel like this is when things are really starting to become the questions are starting to be answered, which is like, what is this going to be like? I have to say, I like it a lot better. Well, it's a lot more torturous. That's for sure. I like, I mean, there's that, but I, I mean, look like when we always have a singular person, there's like positive sides. And then we're like, Oh my gosh, like the bachelor or the bachelorette is this, this or that way. Like, this one's like, you can only spend so much time on one person. And right when you're getting bored of like their, their personality, it switches you to the, to the other person. And you're like, I like this. Quicker edits. Way quicker. You're all over the place. It's when I find it far more entertaining. It's got to be frustrating for them though. Because they're like, oh, it's my moment to be the bachelorette. And then they're getting, I mean, they're getting like tortured live on well, television. Well, this is what, I mean, there's a lot to unpack in this one for me, but I... I don't want to get this one. I feel like it's something we can't go to all over the place on. Right. Because there is so much happening. Well, let's do a, let's do a quick kind of recap. Yeah. So we got the, um, <clears throat> the first date, Zach and Rachel, um, Karamo from queer eyes. They're, they're hanging out <clears throat> They're Um, you know, first of all, whenever there's kind of like, whenever there's a therapist or anything, I always, I always go like, Oh man, Cause like, there's always going to be like, you're always going to get some kind of roasted and, or at least questioned, you know what I mean? And Karamo is like a lot more like, he's more fun about it. He's, he, he's not just a therapist where he's going to grill you. He's like creative creative experience, but he did hit Zach with the like, so are you into Gabby too? And I just thought to myself, that's a terrifying question to be asked while you're sitting next to like your first date. And they're like, and he's basically putting on this stuff. Like, how are you going to play this? Well, I loved that. And I got to say, I mean, I, right, Zach grew on me through his experience with him because right when we started, right when it started, we were like, wow, he's super uncomfortable. And then we were like, no, Zach's just awkward. He's just a nervous, kind Shy, of nervous guy. Yeah. Nervous, awkward dude. Because <clears throat> we were like, wow, this is the most bland person. Mm. We were like, we were, <laughs> we were saying, like, we were like, it seems just like low brand Barbie and Ken dolls to me oh. just like we were like you know and then when they got to the movie side and yeah. they were showing like when this will sees his mom we were like oh he he's broke. a sweetie and yeah. he's probably gonna go to fantasy suites oh wow That's like you what, could see you could see the trajectory well yeah because i mean look he's such a he seems just like a genuinely nice safe guy can we just do a quick roast though yeah of the movie premiere oh my god dude <laughs> I mean, and when they walked up, and the, the like the the, the fake, fake photographers, the fake photographers who were clearly just like actors who were looking for a gig, and they go like they're like this over here, over oh, here, Rachel, Rachel, and there's oh. no one there. It's like over here, over here, like it was the most cringe. Good thing performance on there, and though they sold it, I will say this: Are you talking about the photographers? No, Rachel. I will say the best thing about that whole date, well, in regards to like they did such a good job taking what was in my opinion a very lackluster experience and like going oh, can you this is amazing dude we're in an abandoned movie theater well th what this was something goes, to me did not expect it. this was something <laughs> to me where i'm like it so hard if you're not from here is that like something people was, are like cuz they're going to the chinese man and it was like a whole right deal but being alone i mean it was probably pretty cool to see that like all alone. it was cool but at the same time they were like oh my lord 
it was a little bit like i mean it's an empty movie theater like i don't i mean it's beautiful but like at the same time they're acting like i mean the other thing was zero gravity 747 and a helicopter like and now you're in a you're in a movie theater where like theater. you watch a slideshow like it was oh, a little also <laughs> was like, like sofi stadium they were in one where right. it's like they got the whole stadium exactly Th- those go are on all the turf things. like all that. it's so but, like, sick and you then, in a movie theater watching a, a slideshow with of the your lights own on. <laughs> The lights on your just... own shitty home movies. The lights. <laughs> the part that I thought would, that I like though is, um. Well, this was like the joke I was I was was having fun with was like when he asks Rachel and he's talking about his childhood, about the like airplane thing. Yeah, that their dad's like obsessed yeah, with it. Right, and I was like, you know, like he is like a tech exec, and watch him like work for Meta and just be like, oh, I didn't know that about you. Like about Rachel, but like secretly, this fool has access oh, to like yeah, he's like all her I hacked Facebook into all history, your accounts. all her family's history, and just like found all this out. And he's just like sh- sharing this childhood story that like she's like I've literally never met anyone whose dad took them to watch airplanes, and he's like me neither, right? You know, but he's like, like everything he tells her is perfectly calculated because he's analyzed her history for the last thirty years. Yeah, he's actually not a tech exec; he's an AI. Yeah, he's not real. He's he is a artificial human made by he's, Mark Zuckerberg. He's I robot. Yeah, he's a lizard robot <laughs> made by made by Nuck if you Zuck. And he is a lizard, and he is a part of the world order. Zach, the lizardman Illuminati. He's chief of the Illuminati lizard people. Dude, I would say this: that dude is tender. Like he was sobbing and he said, I'm falling for her. Like, oh, talk about so, so it's it's either that they're like madly in love or they're both just extremely like tender and emotive and can get swept up into an emotion. Because I was blown away. I was like, OK, they're watching the slideshow. They're feeling some emotion. It was beautiful. But at the same time, it's like all these crying guys and making out and being like, I have never met someone like this in my entire. I was just like. I mean, if we can jump for a sec, I mean, what if we jumped to uh, the photo shoot date where um, Nate is doing the fake proposal with Gabby and he starts slow and then he just builds to this thing where like... It was a full proposal. It was like the real deal. And we, we were like, dude, if someone said that to me, we'd be like, thanks. Now get the fuck away from me. But that's also because... (laughs) you guys don't like that type of thing well, also i know but also her reaction was she was just like <laughs> she's like i really like you but that was crazy she's like i really like you now i'm gonna go now i'm just gonna get the hell away from you for a little bit even though you went like, hard we went so hard we were like dude this is like he went so hard dude is and normally we see people be pretty reserved through or, this and i'm like or funny you know or just playful but he went like i'm trying to let you know I got my eyes on. Yeah, but I thought I also thought that was nice because it was also like she really needed that. I liked it because I, I, it's almost like he sensed that like she was struggling, and he was like, "I'm gonna give it all." And me and you are we've been vocal about we're Team Gabby. We like Gabby. Okay, here's my thing: not Team Gabby in terms of like I like you know we're not Team Rachel. We're just we liked Gabby on Colton season. Well, originally liked Gabby and still like Gabby a lot. And to be honest with you, I'm just starting to see. I'm starting to really like. These girls are getting put through it, dude. Oh, my God. It's exhausting for them. And it's like, you're trying to date all these people. You're trying to go through that. Then you're getting rejected now. And you didn't expect this type of situation. The guys are trying to flip a script on them. Like, it's it's pretty, like, brutal, you know? And, like, 
at f- it's funny how you you're seeing not funny but you're seeing like they're both struggle in their own way where it was like remember originally gabby seemed like the one who had like her more shit. of a bulletproof situation yeah. and then all of a sudden boom Tougher now skin. we're the opposite now she's bawling and struggling and rachel's like on top of the world it's like there it's it's except like except i still think gabby has the tougher skin and especially now that the friendship war has begun <laughs> i don't know i think i'm starting to feel like they're gonna they're gonna survive this i think thing. there's a war on friendship happening i think the producers want they want it and they are but creating i don't know it. if they're gonna get it well, um, they what's next up on solid. your thing before I just jump to like my whole friendship war? Okay, so um, we got that date. Uh, oh, remember how brutal when she went to the house and none of the guys did anything? And oh they're, my- like, they're like, what's up? You want to throw the ball around a little bit? Dude, the Meatball, f- Ballhead, chucks the ball, almost hits her. He's running around. He's me. I love Ballhead. Great. Oh, you know, so glad but, Ballhead's done. But Ballhead is the classic guy that overdoes the like sports game thing where it's like, Hey, we're just relaxed here. And you're like diving for the ball. He overdoes everything. Like, it's just too much meat sauce. Dude, dude. My favorite comment was her just saying, I'm done with the football. I didn't want to do it to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny because she's like, I was really hoping you guys would pull me for a date. And all we're doing is like chucking the ball around with the boys. Like, incredible and everyone's like hey what's up gabby way to interrupt like our what? guy oh, time wow i didn't know that i thought this was guy time and then she's like this is what you guys do all day i'm also like who the f- who is this crowd like are they all asleep no one was like hey gabby can i talk Exa- to you i was talking the what same thing the with hell? jess i was like dude how is it that th- th- she was there from like probably a half hour unexpected and not everyone not, wants time and, and, and there's could have been just hey can i grab you real quick can i grab and then it would have been on but every or hey let's go to the pool let's pour some drinks let's have a good time like something that's like fun and social instead they're like well someone grab football and le- said she left in tears because they're all just a boring fucking snooze fest just jock like, are you kidding it was wild how bad they were. 1-800-EVAN-AND-GRAY'S BACHELOR ADVICE. Call, Call us. Up. We're a hotline. Hey, <laughs> try to get time, you know? I, um, I, yeah, I was, that was unbelievable to me. How I loved uh, the date with grandpa. It's amazing. <laughs> it was great. Absolutely amazing, dude, in his little sweater. And he's just oh dead ass asleep God. in the sound. <laughs> the, the, when, when they're doing the sound bowls and they're like, uh, he's getting we, his John, like, you sage can, bath. You can join us now. And he's in a blankie. He, he's like literally like this. He's head on pillow. And they're like, and he's like, oh, what? <laughs> and then they find out. Like, he goes, what do you mean join you? <laughs> I love, I loved one of my favorite parts of grandpa though, was when, um, I forget the guy's name, but he did the, he bowled between his legs and hit the strike. Eric. And Eric. Yeah. And the grandpa was just like straight pissed about that. <laughs> Cause he was like, the grandpa was like, we're playing bowling. Like, like, no, know we're not playing bowling. We are bowling. We are bowling. And you're making a mockery of this thing. And it's, and he was like, I could tell just he was like fuming on the inside of like, and now he just got rewarded for being a fucking clown. (laughs) And he was just like pissed about it. He was like, (laughs) but the cool thing about grandpa was grandpa was like down for the experience. Like you you were trying to tell my grandpa RIP who's a war, war veteran dude that we're going to do sound. He'd be like, are you out of your mind? 
There's no way in hell I'm doing this hippie shit. Like he would, he would literally just. But he, but John was just down for the ride. You know what though? Yeah, I think John it's was just like, let's do it. I think it's because it's his granddaughter and a guy. I think it's beautiful. A guy came up to us on the plane, and he was talking to me about Ruth and Frank, and I was, you know, it's like obviously, okay, you had kids, and I was like, how old are your kids now? And he's like, old enough that they have kids these age. And he was just talking to me about like cherishing that time. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But I was like, isn't like having grandkids the best? And he goes, you can tell her when she's, when she's old enough to have her own kids or if she does, he goes, you can tell her, I said this to you. He goes, you will love her kids more than you love her. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was like, whoa. I was like, that's a very weird way to put that. But I was like, that's. It makes sense though, because you're older and you have more perspective. And so when life comes into the world that's your family you're going to be a lot more probably aware of it you know what i mean like yeah. when you're young and 20 and you're struggling and you're trying to pay your bills and you're you're stressed you're not really in it but if you're like 70 and you're in the back half and you're kind of sitting there and the kids come over you're a lot more like present um <clears throat> i love seeing gabby and her grandpa honestly that I was think beautiful it's so fun now let's talk about eric Dude, he had some comments that were whack. Let's hear. Let's take your. What's your. What's your whack comments? Well, first of all, he was not stoked to see Grandpa. No, he was annoyed. You could tell he was like, "This old man's ruining my vibe." So you could tell he was pissed right away. He wasn't like Grandpa John. He wasn't hugging him. He wasn't bringing him in. He was annoyed. He barely even talked to the guy. And then he was like. And then he made that. You remember that he made that comment where like he's sitting with her and they made out, and he goes, "So John's talking to the other older lady, you know, and they're like hanging out bowling." And then Eric goes, "Oh, it's nice to get away from whatever that is." And it was like, "Jesus, bro!" Like, yeah, that was a weird comment. Like multiple times he made comments about like, "Oh, it's annoying. Let's get away from those guys." Or, "Oh, I did not expect that." Or there was even a time when he was interviewing or he was talking i think he's like yeah it is you know not really what i was expecting for the date but uh we had a good time even still it was like no and remember what? this is what the is dude, your problem this bro? is the dude who we had the like went about the group date he was like i'm pissed that i didn't get the first impression he's got that energy and i'm saying like this dude i feel like we're gonna see like some anger anger issues come out is like my gut feeling he's got a weird anger vibe going on very passive aggressive too it's it's a calm anger. It's not like a loud anger, but like everything he says has a lot of like connotation to it. That like he's annoyed, he's angry. Mm-hmm. Like he's not very flexible. He's not like, oh, Grandpa John's here. Let's hang out. Blah blah. Or oh oh, this was or fun. Turn that into pivot that into something Passion. positive to be like. What do you think it takes to have like a strong, long lasting relationship? What's your take on like the importance of family? What's your like, you know, whatever. What do you want to see for Gabby at the end of this? Like, do you want to see her engaged or do you want to like, like not just the answer of like whatever makes her happy. Just be like, what do you honestly think of this whole thing? Like, da, da, da. But instead it was just like, ignore him. You know what? I I just was. He could have involved him so much. He also could have been like, dude, one way to win over Gabby is to be super fun with his, with her family. So like sit there and laugh with him and play with him and be there and joke around and like razz him and all this stuff. Then all of a sudden she'd be like, oh my God, he's amazing. You dissed him and it ignored him. 
and created like an awkward vibe. I already though, he has, um, he's on the back foot with me because he just moved to Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And so he's part of the crowd to me that's ruining my hometown. Got it. I'm sorry about that. So it's all right. It's just, no, no, listen, it's just one Eric. Eric. It's just one Eric at a time. Yeah. Did you know he had his hair cut like that when you picked him? I didn't say that I like him the most when I picked him. I said, I think he has potential well, to win That's how I feel about thing. Ivan. I don't you know, know if I, mean? I like Ivan the most. Avon? Avon. Yeah, Avon. The one who won the Rose. Yeah. He's he's killing it. He's he killing it. He's my pick. And you know, you don't, you hedge your bets not on your feelings. Exactly. You just hedge your bets. That's my on, thing with Eric you know, was like, I went, Gotta look I'm at betting. the paper. Um, okay, so that was, okay. So then there's the group date, SoFi Stadium, and this was brutal. Remind me what's brutal. Well, the whole thing that happened with Gabby. Well, Rachel has like these amazing dates, right? She's oh, playing football. Yeah. Oh my god! She's doing all this stuff. She's making out. She's on a couch oh making gosh. out, being straddled. Then all of a sudden, Gabby gets the like, bam, 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 bam. and the way they did it, dude. So Tyler was the only person who did it in a way that was like halfway respectful to her. Yeah, he was just like, hey, you know, like he's like, look, you're amazing, like, I just, but. chemistry's not there whatever yeah and he was so sweet and that was like she was like oh i'm gonna make sure to tell her right too because that was like the genuine way like he gets it right freaking blondie tarzan boy jacob that was the like and the other one bro yeah but jacob cheersed her and didn't even he was like cheers (laughs) and turned to walk away and he was like oh yeah i have to drink this and then he was like cool so all right sick see you out there like like, you're never going to see her again. Like, well, dude, how brutal was it when he said, you know, and I'm just, I'm more into Rachel, blah, blah. And like, don't get me wrong. You're smoking. But like, it's just like, it was, if you were, if it was just you, I would go home. That's what it was. He said like, yeah, and I think it was just me. You no, know, I'd go home and like, don't get me wrong. You're smoking. But like, anyway, uh, cheer. And he got so awkward. And he goes, uh, cheers. And he kind of like turned and like drank, not looking at her. And dude, it was like, let's go have some fun. Yeah. It I was, was just like, like, oh my how gosh. Do you navigate life? But the worst was Hayden. He was the worst because he goes, you know, Rachel just aligns more with my morals, dude. And and one and you could it could be said that Gabby, you're a little rough around the edges. I hate him. Like, holy shit. I hate him. What a crazy thing to say. Yeah, he's villain, dude. He's seasoned villain. Like, not and only are you telling her you're not interested in her, but you're going out of your way to tell her that, like, she's rough around the edges. She's not really, like, her his standards and that she's rough around the edges, whatever so, that means. Like, dude, dude this is where the, So her. now this is, now we can bring up the war on friendship is <clears throat> after all that, ha- dude, Gabby was, like, falling apart mm-hmm. from this. Goes up to Rachel the first person she talks about was Hayden saying that. Uh, I, I know what you're saying. And I know what you're Rachel's saying. reaction was like, are you fucking right. kidding me? She was me? a great friend. And she was like, unacceptable. 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 Yes. I know, it's just, I know where you're going with this. Okay. I, I was blown away just, as well. You know, I was blown away as well. And it's like, yeah, it looks like you guys are... And what I thought was interesting through that was... Okay, so we won't jump ahead to that. Anyway, she goes, unacceptable. She was she, in, in that moment. Rachel did an amazing job as a friend. Super supportive. She was just like, "I'm so sorry. I'm here for you. That's bullshit." Do you want me to confront them about it? Exactly. Should we, should we say something? Should we should we handle the situation right now? And she's like, "No. It's just it is what it is. You heard it. 
this is how these guys treated me in telling they me that they're not here. They kind of bonded over it. And it bit. wasn't that there was anything wrong that they like want Rachel over her. It's just like you don't you could say you could have behaved like Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler was stand up in that situation. It's a tough the, situation. Those two were like classic. Now, like your head being, is buried in your ass. Now, if I'm being honest with you, I still don't understand the move. The what? The move of why do you have to even bring this up right now? Why can't you just hang out with Gabby and have a good and time? Have a good time and see if there's chemistry there. If there's no chemistry, she's not going to pick you anyways. I don't. So get why it. do you have to go out of your way to tell her that you're not into her? They think like, it's can a weird someone move. explain this to me? Well, dude, this is the weird thing too. Of like to me, like you could tell you could tell a girl's friend that you're really into their friend, or you could just go up and tell the girl exactly. That you're into her. But it's like telling someone that you're like you could tell gabby that you're not there for gabby or you could just like you're saying have a good time and then go tell rachel you're there for rachel what's more of a power move what's more of a like gentleman move what's more of a and they're looking at it as like i don't want to lie to you i don't want to hide anything from you so instead i'm going to give you like the coldest truth possible in the coldest way possible where it's like Bro, you know that they're going to talk about everything together, right? It's also like, dude. How you behave with her might as well be the girl you want to date. Also, no one's asking you to choose. No. No one's grilling you saying, who are you here for? You can totally go to Gabby and say, hey, how are you? This is so fun. Blah, 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 blah. Share a kiss. And then you could go over to Rachel and blah, blah. If the chemistry is there, share a kiss. Like, it. there is no rule book here where you can't talk to both of these people the same goes with the rose ceremony i'm going i mean we don't we don't want to jump but like i just love the rose ceremony i'm confused on these guys mindsets also you notice that none of the front runners are doing this no you don't see tino and logan and nate i mean nate's definitely diehard gabby but he's not going up to rachel and saying i'm not here for you he's just making it clear through action who he really likes but he's not. He's not going. Hey, Rachel, I want to make and sure. Do not pick me. Put their letting them put their flag in the ground on which and, guys and, and they they're want. Sh- they're going to pick up the vibe. They don't need to be told who's not that into them. No, but this goes back to like you don't need to go out of your way to talk shit about another person. Exactly to them because if they truly are that. Oh, I see what you're saying. But I mean, they're going to damage yeah. themselves. But if there are certain things that are like bad, right? There are certain moments. I feel. I do feel like it's there are certain times when it's like good to bring things up. Not mm-hmm. every time, but there are certain times where it's like, Hey, this is a bad person. And they might be like kick. A lot of people might lose out on a great opportunity because this person's manipulative and like sociopathic true. or something. True. Right. Um, <clears throat> like the true villains, like, like in the past when some of these people are like amazing at hiding how bad they really are. I, uh, yeah. I'm just remembering shanae it's just such a wonderful villain so then she yeah so then she um they have an amazing kind of friendship connection over it like gabby gets dissed three times which was brutal and then they're like cool and then they they connect let's take care of this cancel the cancel the cocktail party and and we're gonna flip the script we're gonna put the power back on us Mm -hmm. but then of course producers flip it on them (laughs) and then then they go oh you oh, oh okay you think you're gonna get back the uh the episode no, 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 don't worry. No, 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 no. So they, we don't that. know what happened, but we, they must have talked before. 
I'll be like, who are you choosing? Who am I choosing? Or else that would have been a mess. So I'm like, sure they is... game planned it. Well, I'm sure producers thought about this too. Because mm-hmm. um, they had it sussed out. And I just love to take a rose away if you deny it. We didn't but see that coming. No, which I was <clears> like, <throat> ooh, this, I love this. Because but now they both lost out. They both I didn't did. know that. I, I thought when it was going down that just Rachel would lose a rose. You know what I mean? Because well, I was like, oh, she's getting rejected. Uh, she loses the rope. But then at the end, they end up with one. And I was like, oh. What I like is you can't feel out people to be like, oh, are you here for her? Oh, okay. Then it's like, no, no, no. Like, you might lose that rose. You better make damn sure that you're picking the right person. And I want to get back to this again. Guys, why did you reject the rose? I... Like, you're not a front runner. The guys who all rejected the rose are not like the main dudes they like all- they're kind of like in the mix if stop you know and and they rejected the rose now i get the first one because you don't know the rules yet so the first person who who rejects the rose just thinks oh maybe gabby will pick me right now so then they both lose a rose so now you know as the guy if your name gets called and you reject the rose Gabby has to unselect someone she was going to select and select you. So that means your chances of getting picked are slim to none. And Gabby in her brain is going to be a little turned off by you because you kind of like dissed her friend. You know what I mean? It's just naturally. This is what I love about Gabby though, dude. But my thing was like, dudes, just say yes to Rachel. Just go with it. Just be a part of the but experience. And then maybe over time, they'll be switching. You'll be, you'll be uh, whatever. But like, just go with the experience. You getting kicked off the show. What is the point of this? Like, but it's hindsight. Because it's like, it's easy to say it. He thought he was doing something like honorable some ni- in this way. And I loved him standing up there being like, so I just denied her. Like, are you going to offer me a rose? Like, how does this? No, no. The first one, a hundred percent, because yeah. there's this level of like, we don't know the rules yet, but the second and third one, I'm like, boys, like, you know, this is over for you. But if you do this, I know, but that's where <sighs> it blew me away. I what I loved it. though, was Gabby just looking at him. Like he's expecting something from her. And she's like, she's like, what? <laughs> and I loved after the group date, I loved after the group date. She's like, yeah, so I'm not giving out a group date rose and everyone was like and oh she, yeah we didn't talk about the, the and group she date. didn't though but she doesn't she doesn't go into like she's not she's like no like i just said the what most I said. awkward silence ever and was her just going i'm not gonna be doing that and everybody looks at her like what and she just goes so we can say goodbye now she didn't go in here's why and here's the feeling and here's I the, love, she just it's honestly it. my favorite thing about her like dealing with this is she's it like was. she knows like even though we're seeing like all of this you know like i mean like the sadder sides of gabby she's still like when she speaks her mind or like when she makes a decision she's like that's a firm choice and she's not justifying it she's not over explaining herself she doesn't really care that you don't like it she's just like no like this is what i'm doing and she's like super comfortable with it and i'm like dude that is that is a totally different kind of strength because yeah. a lot of people are like very become very off kilter in that situation and like even if you look at the way the two of them talk like rachel is very wishy-washy and things she says a lot of stuff of like i'm kind of sort of almost incredibly into him but i will say this 
I'm really into both of them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually finding their relationship really sweet. I'm finding how they're dealing with they, they're such different people, but they're also handling it really well by leaning on each other. They're uh, even though the producers are clearly trying to cause a battle between them, so far they seem to kind of have rejected going against themselves. I do and kind of have gone with this whole concept of like we are not going to let this beat us, which I, is pretty cool. I do think though like there's a thing to me where it feels to me like Gabby cares less about what everyone else thinks of her than Rachel does. Rachel I think wants people to just like everyone to just to get along. Got it. And um I think there's less conviction in some of this like Gabby if she's like this is just from the decisions we're going to like we I want to talk about in the rose ceremony is like I made a pact with you of like, here's how we're going to handle it. And we're going to stand by that no matter what. Yeah. If you say you like a guy, that's your dude that yeah. we're not going to touch. If this dude hurts your feelings in some way, like <clears throat> he's off my radar because of that. If he showed you any kind of disrespect, whatever, there's no exceptions. And that's where I think this, like, anyway, as we go in the war, into the roast, the row, the war ceremony. Yeah. The war room, the war room. Um, as Rachel starts getting, you know rejected. rejected and she's like they did it to me in front of all these people and gabby's like the whole fucking show is being filmed we're all having this done to us in front of millions of people also they were ridiculously polite and gentlemanly to you they shit talked her to her face and then just walked away we're like insanely dismissive and rachel dismisses that she's like no 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 mine's different mine's worse and gabby was just like yeah, you, but you know when like, you're hurt in the moment, it was definitely like raw. So, so it was like raw. So you know? I saw her realize that, and she's like, "Okay, breathe through. Let's just yeah, get back exactly. there." And then Rachel turns around and gives Hayden a rose. Dude. The Hayden move was interesting to me because That's, up until this point, I felt very good about like them as a. And then, like you said, she had a moment where like she was kind of like dismissing uh gabby's experience for a moment you could tell like she kind of like was just so raw that she was just feeling like no one gets me and then she kind of snapped into it everything was good and then she gave the guy who had the worst the reaction the to gabby arose and, I was and like, this oh. is the guy who you were like what the fuck did he just right, say right how did he just treat right. you right this was the worst one and you gave him the road also of all the dudes up there there's a lot of guys up there but she's like meatball meatball he doesn't even have a name <laughs> ball anymore head. ball head ball head doesn't even have no one even remembers <laughs> right. his actual yeah, name funny. it was funny that she used meatball she didn't say his name she said meatball like imagine being like a, i can't serious be like meatball do you have a rose like meatball the guy who was in a diaper can you imagine being his mom and dad and you're like you went on public you went on national tv with a name with a normal name the name we gave you and you just foregoed it to be forever known as ballhead now i will say this about ballhead he has the most screen time out of any other guy no no one is on the screen more than ballhead i don't know what i don't know if his cousin is the editor i don't know what the ball head gets more interview time than 
anyone else. He's touching sand too. And I he hasn't it. even been on a date. I guarantee you he's going to be sun-kissed and touching uh, sand. hundred percent. He's been making subs. It pisses me off. Um, so I just yeah. can't, I cannot believe out of all the dudes up there. He's still going. He got offered a rose. I know. He must be charming or something. He must be just, I don't or maybe he's guaranteeing them like foot long subs for the rest of their lives. Like, I, hey, no, if you come to my town, I'll hook you up with a sub. He's no Tyler Cameron. I'll just say that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe he's just fun. They're like, I'll keep ball head around. What about the guy who looks like a freckled Tyler Cameron? What's that know. guy's name? He's on there. He's like, uh, Becca T- and Jess will talk about Tino? him. No, not Tino. Oh, yes. I'm totally spacing. He's had yes. hardly any screen time. Yes. And they're, but they, they both are like, he's hot as hell. He's like, going far. But both the girls are like, he's so hot. Yeah, he's too hot for screen time. He's too hot. They're saving him. Um, but no, but both Rachel and Gabby have been like, whoa, that guy's hot. Yeah. Um, okay. But last that's... thing last thing I want to say, though, the one thing I did do was I analyzed when every guy was selected, I analyzed their reaction. Okay, let's hear your analyze. So, like, I was like, I, I want to see how they react because they're getting chosen. So, like, their reaction is everything, right? Because if they're like, oh. They walk over and they're like, absolutely, whatever. But the one who clearly reacted negatively, but still said yes, was Logan. Logan walked over and just goes, yes. No, he's like, it was awkward as shit. And so then even before they did the preview where he like later on, is like, I'm into Gabby. I'm not even into Rachel. You could tell because he walks over and he's like, and he's usually Mr. Smile, charismatic, and he just is like, uh huh, uh huh. And he's, and I remember, I remember this specifically. He absolutely, absolutely would love. No, he just goes, yes. It was like, he wanted to Ooh. stick around. He didn't want to. And risk then when he it. walked out, remember when all the guys were walking out to see their friends? You know, like they join the groups, and every guy's like, "What's up?" And they're giving, dad, and they're like, "What's up?" They're giving hugs and high five. He just walks out and goes, "Oh, thanks." Like you could tell, he was like, "Oh." Shit. Well, and this to me is where I'm like i think he was seeing like gabby just being like she's not gonna pick a single dude that says no to rachel she's just not gonna do it yeah and she didn't no 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 but he i think he watched that and was no, like, no no no, oh, no he no, was no, early no. he was early he was like okay guy number three or four he's just like i'm gonna stay on the show no matter yeah. what he was before that the rejection i think so he was just kind of like but he played it smart he played it smart he knew like you can't you can't well, make the decision wait. now. Also, fuck, I forgot about this. We're not done with fucking ball head, dude. He fucking <laughs> comes back. I am just like, ugh. And the lamest. You know what? You might have been right. Tremaine, I think Tremaine might have turned it down first. He did. He was the very first person to turn it down. He was. And, but no, but what I'm saying is I think Logan was after Tremaine. I think now that you're saying Yeah. That. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then they were like, now get back in line. And he's like, and he was oh, like I can't do that. Fuck that. that. He's like, I can't do that. No. And that I just then ball head just, I can't. this dude was like, hey, I'm not here for you. Oh, wait, but now I'm going to lose out on all my screen time and like my opportunity. He's like, yeah. actually, you know what? Like I could, I could be into you. What do you want? You want to give this a shot? You want to give this a go? Like, we've had some fun. We've had some laughs, right? And she's like, yeah, get in there. And it was like, what? Yeah, it was Dude, very like, like, what? It was very like, throw away. Like, that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe you want. It's like, a, just a buddy. It's like, she kept her friend in. 
I have, I like really hope that that was like producers are like, look, like we actually don't have enough guys at this point. And wait, I'm spacing. Didn't Ballhead go home? No, Ballhead went after Ballhead didn't get the rose. He's like, wait, like, eh, I want to talk to Rachel. And he went up to Rachel after the whole thing and asked if he could renege his rejection of her and come back to be uh there for her and she let him wait what at the end of the episode before the preview yeah and then in the preview me uh ballhead's talking shit about another dude that's what i'm saying i saw that but i was also like wait where's ballhead he rejected something might have happened with my stream because i did not see this part he rejected rachel and then he came back and told rachel basically that like you know uh, after thinking more about it, he 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 could actually you know see a romantic relationship with her. And then she brought him in. Uh huh. Something must have happened in my stream because it was funny you say this because I was watching, I I saw him go home or at least what I thought was going home. Yeah, like thank and then, God. And then all of a sudden he's in the preview talking shit, and I was like, wait, does Ballhead come back just to talk he shit for like one? Oh, he came back, crawling on his knees, begging for forgiveness. And she forgave him. And I was just like, what this? I didn't see that. That's so weird. Okay. I was just like, dude. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I mean, I will say it's going to be fun. Like there's like, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. It's going to be really fun. But like, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff about people saying negative things about Gabby on this last one. And I have to say like the, the going back to just the original, her one-on-one, where he's sitting there. I mean, imagine how hard that would be sitting there and having someone just be like, yeah, like I grew up with the most amazing, supportive family unit. My mother would like, my like my mom, die hard. Die hard team me. Right. I could be the biggest I've loser, heard the stories. I've heard the piece stories. of shit. And my mom is just like there. I mean, this woman woke me up with hot chocolate the majority of my like, life before i don't want to talk about this i'm way triggered i am a very i'm a very pampered you're a big mama's boy boy. yeah and it's like i was just imagine i was like trying to think of like if i was on a date with gabby and i was talking about my mom and then she's supposed to talk about her mom and i'd be like dude like you're just like it's just it's like and that situation where she was like this is just validating all of my fears that like all these which is like all this stuff and i was just like this is like heartbreaking. It was really, really hardcore. And especially it was just like, they didn't even get into it. It wasn't like they were talking about all her stuff. It's she just, she's hitting, getting hit with it so hard that it's just Dude, coming right to the front. It was like really, I was like, I, like it was, heavy. this is a whole different kind of like trauma that yeah. like, I don't think I haven't seen on this show yet. No, it's just like, real deal. This is like this totally is like different. Real rejection, real desertion, childhood desertion. And it's also like, usually this stuff kind of comes to a head later. Like a couple people left and then things start to get, but she's like experiencing this dude, early on. And then on. when you think about like the experience with like Colton, I was just yes. like, dude. Anyway, no, that's where I'm like, I'm like so sympathetic towards like, and that's the stuff where it's like Rachel's decisions really pissed me off. Cause I was like, dude, you not see like what 
like giving a rose to Hayden is like everything was good. What a deep blow that is. It was weird. That was the only, I thought they were doing such a good job and the Hayden rose. Maybe I'm reading. Yeah. Maybe we're reading into it too much. Maybe like, I don't, they both agreed like, no, he can be great for you. Let's do that. Maybe, maybe they talked, but it was interesting how they had just said like, screw him basically. And then she chose him. It was like, what's really happening is, we're getting played by producers. That's hard. what I mean. Like, like we could, they could have whole, totally had a total conversation it's, where, like, he's like, oh, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he didn't mean to say it. You pick him. It's great. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It could have been like that. You never know. But the way they made it look was that, like, she chose him almost like. And I'm just going to say, he's bad news. He's got he's bad, bad news. news. And we're going to see it come out. That's my. That's he my he guess. definitely has, like, slimy, slimy vibes. Slimy vibes. Frogman vibes. Frogman. Oh, this is an awesome season. And it's going to, I mean, it's, it's brutal, but it's, it does create for fantastic watching. It's a lot better. Fascinating stuff. I'm into it. It's, it's definitely more exhausting. You know what I mean? It's less like, you're just a lot less focused on love. You're a lot more focused on like, holy shit. Like, but it's like, there's so many other relationships to keep in balance. Yeah. But yeah, I can't wait to see like how everyone becomes unhinged in like the next two to three now episodes. Now that they're locked in, there's going to be one or two guys that are going to like start to go, wait, wait, was I Especially really, when one was of them... Was I into her? Or when one of them flips the script on this. Like when Logan decides to be the first, maybe he's the first guy who's like, I think I chose the wrong team. Yeah. It's also fascinating because I don't think probably anyone realized to this level how much having two bachelorettes or two bachelors would take the power out of their hands and put it in the contestants hands right like this this power flop has been huge like i don't think people realized i thought i think everyone thought like oh what it would do is create a little bit more just like options for them to go for but not like oh i just rejecting you to your face multiple people it's kind of wild it's kind of wild how brutal it's been and how much like now the power is completely out of their hands, it's, which is kind of in some ways, like actually in every way, double screwing the women. Super like different. They just got screwed by Clayton and now they're getting messed with again by this whole experience, which is complete. It's like, oh my God, dude, they're getting yeah. put through it. Normally bachelorettes don't or the bachelor, the bachelorette don't deal with rejection. No, they're like, they're, they're like the, ones the mountain top. out and they're just getting their ego padded the whole time. Oh, not them, man. They're getting double thanks for the morning girl guys good Girls morning y'all have an amazing and weekend bros and broads bros and broads we love you all so much uh we will be back next week with the next episode i think this is the beginning of some real on this is the behavior. beginning of the end this is the beginning of the end well we love you guys and uh we'll see you next week chat soon